So this is also kind of an experiment. It's going to be a pseudo book report on Skin in the Game by Nassim Taleb. Skin in the Game is not about incentives. It's about filters. So what, <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? Well, first, I just want to remind myself of three definitions that he uses. Fragility is a wine glass. It breaks very easily. Robustness is a marble block. It's very difficult to break. And then the human body is anti-fragile. It benefits from small stresses. It gets stronger if you hit it, for example, through fasting or through high-intensity exercise. Okay, so in Skin in the Game, he takes this analysis using some of these terms and he starts to talk about systems and what makes a system, for example, a company or a country or an industry, what makes those things fragile, robust, or anti-fragile. And he says a system is anti-fragile when it has many small components that are independent from each other, where each component is exposed to reality and then filtered by failure. For example, let's take the restaurant industry in New York. That's a system. And then each restaurant is an independent component. Another example, the banking industry is a system and each bank is, or it should be, an independent component. Another example, a capitalist economy is a system, and again, each company is the independent component. Each component is an experiment. Each restaurant in New York is an experiment. Will consumers come, like the food, pay for it, and come back? And each experiment should survive if it succeeds and die if it fails. That's the key. Having skin in the game means if an experiment fails, it is eliminated. If a restaurant serves bad food, it should close. If a bank makes bad loans, it should fail. If a company can't sell a product or a service people want, at a price that covers all the company's costs, the company should go out of business. Here are some more examples that he gives in the book. A bridge builder stands under a bridge when it's finished and the supports are removed. A fugu chef, he should have to eat <laughs> the pufferfish when it's done because it's very poisonous if not prepared correctly. Parachute packers should have to pick the chute that they use at random. Again, his point here is that this is not a question of incentives. It's a question of filters, where reality is the filter. Reality eliminates failed experiments. Reality keeps what works. This filtering process strengthens the overall system. One restaurant fails because it wasn't serving good food. 
new restaurants spring out of the ashes. Okay, let's, uh, let's step back for a second. When I'm trying to understand something, I try to think about what would happen under the opposite case, right? What if each individual component failed but also survived? In that case, restaurants with shitty food never fail. Banks that would make bad loans get bailed out. Companies that couldn't find buyers for their products, well, they get rescued by the state. It's kind of like an unweeded garden. If you don't pull out the dead plants, if you don't pull out the weeds, then the new seeds, the new experiments, they, they never get a chance to see the sun. They never get a chance to breathe the air. They never get a chance to grow. So the opposite of skin in the game is what Taleb calls the intellectual yet idiot, or the IYI. The IYI is the bureaucrat who is not exposed to reality. He survives based on credentialism. If the bureaucrats succeed, failures live forever. You know, this is zombies. The dead walk the earth. And, and chaos grows. If you have enough chaos, the entire system becomes fragile. And, you know, I think that's a point worth repeating. Either the individual components of a system are allowed to fail, or the entire system weakens and eventually collapses. So with that caveat, as long as ideas and institutions are exposed to reality, success survives. That means there's a good reason that something old is still around. If it's still around, it did something right, or reality would have already filtered it out. Time is a harsh judge. Time is wise. Okay, let's, uh, let's step back again for a second. I'm, I'm like Winnie the Pooh. I am a bear of uh, a very small brain. So I need things simplified. But I think all of this is about the importance of feedback, exposing ourselves to feedback, accepting feedback, changing ourselves based on feedback, trying new things, trying new ideas, trying new approaches. In other words, applying the scientific method to our own lives. Anti-fragile systems respect feedback because they keep what works. They learn from experience. I need to do the same. I need to run little experiments. And then I have to pay attention to the feedback that reality gives me. I have to learn how to listen to my body. I have to learn better how to listen to my feelings and my friends. You know, I think that's one reason telling the truth is so important. Lies distort feedback. But if I run these experiments and I pay attention to the feedback and I change my behavior based on that feedback, I think I get better. I learn. I think two ideas that he 
talks about are the same. The first idea is learning from pain, and the second idea is that systems learn from removal, right? In, in this case, I am the system. My ideas are the individual, hopefully, independent components, which means I have to kill my bad ideas so that I can survive, right? Kill the bad component to allow the survival of the system. And that's hormesis, right? All this stuff is connected. The adventure of real life that embraces just enough risk that necessitates voluntary suffering, that's the key. If you embrace risk, you avoid ruin. If you learn how to burn off the bad parts of you, you will become your better self. This is the scientific method. Science advances one mistake <laughs> at a time, right? It's trial and error. Mistakes are how we learn. The lesson I take from this is I have to do what for me is worth failing at because failure isn't just inevitable for a long period of time. It's desirable. That's the only way we can get better at something. And that process is going to take what is wrong in me and it will burn it off. It will die, right? That's how I can become my better self. In the language of religion, I think that's how I develop my soul. Oof. <laughs> okay. I think that's enough for one week. I will catch you later.